on Dungeons and Flagons. The three of you were separated through a series of events that you had absolutely no direct hand in and obviously wasn't your fault. Obviously. Uh, Asla, when we rejoined you, you were investigating uh, the cemeteries outside of town. Yes? Question? We didn't introduce ourselves. No, we're doing the recap first. Okay. We can check but they won't know who we are. we got to keep people on their toes. Okay. <laughs> that's the kind of unique content that's bringing people back to Dungeons and Flagons. Okay, cool. This all stays in. Every so often we skip an, uh, an introduction, and I just go with it. Yeah. Okay. I always write a furious letter. <laughs> <laughs> and oh. I read furious letters and put them in a small file. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Where were we? Asla, mm -hmm. trying to get back into town, you uncovered uh, the Pauper's Field, the cemetery, where there were a series of grave robberies. You also encountered a corpse wagon that was bringing some uh, deceased brow who had died in industrial accidents to the Pauper's Fields, being followed by four, uh, two mysterious figures wearing brown cloaks who immediately ran off the minute you any sort of grave robbing. while you were waiting to be booked at the guardhouse, uh, you also uncovered a little bit of detail about grave robbers, but also found out that that elf who had previously almost killed you at the Dragon's Tail Inn was getting the down low about how many guards were around the Alistar Manor which you guys were trying to break into later on that evening. You were saved by Jimmy and the Horizon Front, who basically blew open the wall of the jail, and the three of you uh, led a merry chase through the streets of Green Valley, <laughs> narrowly dodging the guards and escaping to plot your heist of this bag of holding from Alistar Manor in the middle of a fancy party. I'm Sean. I'm your Dungeon Master. I'm Jess. I'm your dungeon cat, Asla. I'm JD. I'm your dungeon cleric, Locrian. And I'm TJ, your dungeon gnome, Jimmy, who's a little confused about the intros at the beginning, but that's okay. It's dynamic. It's what keeps people listening. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. As a bit of a heads up for our listeners and to recap sort of the action plan that we decided on after the end of last episode, the three of you, the Knights of Bard, are engaged in a heist. And to uh, sort of lean into that trope and to borrow generously from the Adventure Zone, because I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm stealing this directly from them, <laughs> um, over the course of the heist, you guys are going to have flashbacks to things that you have previously planned out with the members of the Horizon Front. Whenever you have a daring escape or part of the plan that's coming together. Uh, to help with that, I sent out a few specific abilities for different members of the Horizon Front and what they can do to help out and what sort of actions might bring a little bit too much attention to them and they have to take a step back. So, it seems that you guys had a plan on getting into this fancy soiree. What was that? Uh, I believe 
Oh no, what was his name? Mr. Silver. Mr. Silver. He's going to make an appearance. Mr. Silver will be there. Yes, Lonnie had advised you that Mr. Silver, uh, the fabulously wealthy gorilla, was going to be making an appearance at this party. So, my idea, I, I have false identity. So, I'm going to make all the documents necessary so that even if we happen to come across Mr. Silver, you will be seen as the true Mr. Silver. I'm going to make you a Mr. Silver birth certificate. Ooh, that's yes. great. Wow. Very handy. I'm Thank prepared. You. Yes. All right. I dig that. Yes. And well, perhaps the two of us should be in disguise as well, Jimmy. I think that would be a good idea. Do you have, uh, like, can I get a little a little beard or something? Absolutely. All right. Are you, are you thinking like a Van Dyke or are you thinking more of? No, I'm thinking the the whole goatee. The whole goatee? Okay, yeah. all right. I'm, I'm sure we can do that. Yeah. Do you want a little off the top, or is it... Do you want the sides long still? I would like the... I want... Um, I would like it to be separate, you know? So the so there's the mustache, right? Okay. All right. And then the little pointy beard. And it comes out to a little point, and it's like super waxed. Oh, all right. And I look all, right. all posh. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've, I've, my, my fear is that I might turn you into a, a mid two thousands new metal drummer, but we'll see what happens. I'm okay with that. <laughs> I'm gonna take some. I'm I'm gonna find some boot black, okay, and I'm gonna just shellac it onto my head, onto my bald pate, so it looks like I have very tight hair. Oh, all right. Yeah. And I believe well, that my my cover as Jim Davis is blown. So I think I will have to become William Watterson for this. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. You you had that other identity though, that third one. The what was it? Um, Gar Gareth Larson. <laughs> Gareth of House Larson. Yes. Yes. That one. I think that one would be good too. All right. All right. <laughs> Gareth of House Larson. They've come a far way to be here. <laughs> yeah. So, are you you guys want to try and just show up the party with Mr. Silver credentials, and if Mr. Silver shows up, just deal with it then? Hmm. I mean, I mean <laughs> what what do you got, Asla? What do you got? Well, as last we knew, he was still staying at the ooze. Correct. Yeah, at the yellow yes. ooze. Yes. Hello, That swanky hotel. What if really we need to work on marketing? <laughs> the people who know are the ones who should know. <laughs> Maybe they don't want to get anyone else's attention. It's an exclusive clientele. <laughs> and a diversion that would keep him from leaving there longer. Make him late for the party or maybe not even make it to the party. That is that is a good idea. You do have a, a team of folks who you can assign to various duties. Um, some might be better suited at it than others, but you can basically send someone to waylay Mr. Silver. Do, do we do? Do any of our uh, uh, who's in charge? Uh, <laughs> who's steering this? What? What? Halfling. What, buddy? 
What's your name? Shit. Boris. 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 Thank My you. My name's Boris. Boris, buddy. Is there anyone here who, like, deals in, like, biological warfare? Uh, like, cursing people? No, I was thinking about just releasing a small, annoying plague at the hotel where everyone there has to be quarantined for, like, two weeks. You guys are still in the, uh, like, barn on the edge of town, and Boris just looks at you, mouth agape, <laughs> and then, like, wanders off muttering about necromancers. Yes, I have to agree. Perhaps war crimes can be saved for a later date. I'm not talking, like, war crime, like, taking people out. Just like, oh, no, uh, here's a blanket with something in it. Not a pox. I'm not saying a pox. But what if? Probably for there to be a full-on quarantine. Like, that needs some time, you know, to cause fear, to make them actually want to quarantine. So that might not be fast enough. Chad the Ogre interjects, yes, would have to trace initial outbreak and then head <laughs> to other carriers in Green Valley. Like would take time. Patient zero and that kind of stuff. Also, going up against institutionalized disagreements with scientific process and need of owners and stakeholders to maintain economy of town in presence of outbreak. Asla just stares back at him and mouth agape. One has been to read when bouncing. Okay, well, how about instead of that, we just sort of uh, poison their well, and they all have um, funny tummy for the next 48 hours. What if we do something like bleach? Put bleach in his shampoo. Nair. Oh, put nair in his shampoo. He won't. He won't ever go. He won't go to a party for weeks. Yeah. Chad, can we get nair? Uh, yes. Like we just need a low-grade acid. Boris. Boris, need hair removal tonic. What? Oh, okay. No, we can, we can do that. That's 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 more on the level. I'll, I'll okay. I'll tell you what. I'll get over to the yellow ooze. I can sneak in, switch around the things, and then Mr. Silver is out of commission. Thanks, Boris. Yes. Well done, team. Woo! All right. I'm. I'll sneak on over there. I'll meet you all here. Afterwards, safe house. Yeah. Yeah. Or the one in town. Which is closer? The one in town is closer. Okay, well, there. Kale, are we going in town? Yeah, we're going to go in town, and that's where we're going to meet after the heist. All right, Mikhail. I mean, everyone. Good. Ah, yes. All right, so with the plan ahead to dispose of Mr. Silver, I say it like you're killing him. You're just removing him from the party guest list, as it were. Still sounds threatening. <laughs> With the hope that Mr. Silver is not going to walk in while you're pretending to be Mr. Silver, uh, you have an opportunity to take a rest before the party itself, because that gets started around 8 o'clock at night. It's swanky like that. 
So you guys can take a long rest to regain your hit points and spell slots and wild shapes and everything like that. Are there any other preparations that you want to make beforehand? Um, we're going to need, like, suits and stuff. Okay. Yes, I believe we will. I also, right before we go in, I'm going to I'm going to cast Bless on us. But, um, yes, you are correct. We, we will need the proper attire. Yeah. Mikhail pipes up saying, well, it's a good thing that we planned for this and that Chad has a perfectly sized tuxedo. Uh, and he opens up a trunk with a, a fine selection of formal wear that would fit anyone ranging from gnome to ogre. Um, so if you wild shape into a gorilla, you'll probably be able to fit into a, a tuxedo. That's a great monkey suit. <laughs> All right. So any other plans beforehand? Probably gonna meditate and take a poop, and but that's about it. Yeah, yeah. I think we're. I think. I think we're good. I think. So Boris is taking care of uh, Nairgate. Um, <laughs> so that's good. I think. I think we're good. I think. I think that's before gonna we, work. Yeah. What? Before we go in, we should probably figure out everyone's everyone's role. Yes. I would assume, Jimmy, that you would be on uh, actually obtaining the bag. Yes. All right. Because if this is the bag of holding that we're getting, right, okay, I could just easily crawl into it and then just stealthily walk out. (laughs) This has created an, an anomaly in my brain. This is Sean, the dungeon master. I'm just, are you staying like a little bag walking on two feet, just like leaving the building? Yeah. And then, and then I, you know, if someone sees me, I pull my feet in and it's just a bag on the ground. It's a big old bag of holding. Okay. They're going to reach in. They'll reach in for miles and not find me. Should we plan? Should we take a regular bag? and uh, dress it up in some way as far as we can, as close as we can imagine the bag of holding will look so that we can swap it out? Yes, and it says on it in big gold letters, bag of holding. Perfect. Yes. So what do we do? Like, just go in and start talking to people like we know them? And say, hey, I heard there's a bag of holding here. Where do you think they keep it? In the basement. But are we supposed to just ask that to people? No. That is a good question. That is a good question. You hear uh, a from your Rocky Talkies? Oh. Oh. Blair, just come in. I no. I don't think it's a good idea. <laughs> Remember, they, they were suspicious of us. Yeah, they don't know me. And if it just shows up that like I was with you guys the whole time, it's going to be a lot of awkward questions right before a heist. You're right. This is much less awkward. You're you're not like in the middle of them right now, are you? And fortunately, um, all the guys and friends people are on the other side of the barn talking to each other while you guys are talking in your little triangle. Okay. And Stephen. Yes. So we, yes, we are alone. So like you got to be, you know, inconspicuous. Like get a feel for the room, which people are talking about what. Yeah. And like. Leave any clues about where it might be, and that's where you 
probably want to investigate first, right? Yeah. See where there's the All most right. security. Yeah. So, Jimmy, should we should we have particular roles as as we're serving Mr. Silver? Should one of us be a driver or yes. a ballot? You will be the driver. All right. And I will be Mr. Silver's boy. All right. Uh, me being a driver does imply that we need a carriage. No, no. No, no. We parked. We did oh. not want to pay those parking fees. So, and it, it's a beautiful night. So we decided to take a stroll in. All right. And Mr. Silver was feeling a little cooped up and just wanted to stretch the arms and wee little legs in the back. All right. All right. So I will be the driver. Yes. And I will have the proper identification. A yes. Class C license. Yes. A Class C for chimp license. Yes. <laughs> Which also carries into the gorilla. Right, right. It's all. It's basically oh. all larger, you know, greater primates. Yes. Okay. Uh, Mikhail is walking over to the three of you, and he uh, pats the sword hilt at his side, and looks at the three of you and says, "I just want to thank the three of you for your commitment to the Horizon Front." We're going to get in there. We're going to steal this artifact right underneath Blackburn's nose and be out before anyone's the wiser. Yes. Yes, Mikhail, you are right. And you have no idea how committed we are to the Horizon Front. Now, Lonnie's already infiltrating with the band. And the rest of us are going to get in position. I'll be waiting down in the town proper. If things get super dicey, I'll be there to help, but hopefully it won't come to that. Okay, sounds good. You've got this, guys, and he walks away. You'd think he would have offered to do more to help us, but all right. Right? But that's fine. Yeah. yeah no one seems eager to really get off their ass and do stuff like us. Right. And, and my gut says that when they overthrow everything and all that, he's going to end up running it all, and he'll be the first one assassinated, too. So, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so, we flash forward. It's now uh, evening. The sun is set. Just like Jimmy said, it's a beautiful night outside. And everyone is in position. The three of you are standing at the foot of the uh, pathway leading up to Alistar Manor. I turned into a gorilla. Yes, I, I didn't want to assume. Yes, I already <laughs> And you're all wearing your fancy duds. Mm -mm -mm. I look good. Look at my hair and my beard. It looks real. I know, right? It's the straw. I laid straw down first. <laughs> are you, um, Having Steven stick with you, or is he flying reconnaissance? Um, he's gonna he's gonna fly reconnaissance. He's gonna kind of do his own thing for a little bit. Huh? Yeah. Uh, we gotta get him a tiny Rocky talkie. Ah? Uh, yeah, we do. Uh, a tiny one. A blue pebble. Yes. Oh, 
so <laughs> Steven flaps a bit around your head saying, bah, ah, ah, and flies up into the night sky. Okay. Lower speed. Look at him go. Hey, He's watching out for owls. <laughs> I, I'm pleased to hear that. Yeah. So, uh, the three of you, I assume, are walking up the pathway to the manor? Yes. Yes. Keep a respectful distance behind Mr. Silver. A deference. Very good. Mr. Silver in the lead. Um, as you walk up the uh, pathway, it's fairly wide. You could fit a carriage um, going up fairly comfortably. Uh, but the sides are both uh, pretty steep and rocky. Um, it would be very, very tricky to try and climb up them or try and go down. You'd run the risk of falling and breaking a limb or something. But as you crest the top of the drive, you come to a stout gatehouse uh, with the doors open, uh, flanked by two Blackburn guards. And inside the inner courtyard, there's a uh, kobold, uh, red-skinned, with a valet outfit. Ballet. Is it ballet? Ballet. It's ballet. 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 And he looks at the three of you expectantly and then gives kind of a disappointed grunt. I'm sorry. Excuse me, my good man. What was that all about? Uh, there's no car, no tip. Eh, eh. Ah, I shall give him a tip. Well, excuse me if it was a lovely evening and me and the boys decided to walk. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes. Come on, man. Coming, sir. And and here, for your troubles, take this one. Oh, that's right. You only use your own special money in this town, don't you? Ah, uh, but we, we have exchange rates. That's It's perfectly fine. All right. I give him three figs. Ha! <laughs> Why, thank you, sir. I don't know what that's worth, but good luck. Thank you, sir. Of course. Sir. And the kobold just kind of grumpily uh, stands to attention, waiting for the next vehicle to drive up. Glad I have all those figs. Ooh. Yes, that was good planning on our part. Uh, the kobold gives like a little rap. Uh, on the ground with his clawed toes, and these the two main uh, doorways to the manor are opened up from inside, and you can see two natally dressed uh, serving folk with the doors open and the sound of music coming in from a room further into the manor. Oh, it's absolutely lovely. This is nuts, boy. I love how you're doing Thurston Howell the Third, and I'm almost James <laughs> Mason. So, you guys see this rich, furnished entryway to the manor proper. Wow. The floors are richly carpeted over what seems like oak paneling, uh, and there's a large staircase leading up to a second story, and you can see another staircase leading up to what seems like a third story. There are quite a few doors that are leading off of this main entryway, although there are a double set of doors to your right, uh, where there are lights and uh, music coming from. 
Should we to the main? The, the, ma the main, the main room. Check out the big ballroom, boy. I really hope there's some big balls. You enter the main hall and you go into those double doors where you see a richly furnished ballroom. There is a, uh, in the corner, um, you quickly make out Lonnie, who is playing a fiddle uh, alongside uh, what appears to be like a four-piece band Ooh. on strings and a harpsichord. And there are a number of people dancing in the room itself. And there are a few servants who are moving around with little trays of what look like appetizers. He doesn't want to, but Logan can't help it. He starts kind of drifting towards where everyone's dancing. Slowly stops himself. Uh, now is not the time. Uh, I, I grab your arm and just sort of keep trying to pull you over. Come on. Come on. I, over uh, here. Uh, yes. Job, uh, then dance. Job, then dance. Do you do you think we'll have time for one, at least one? I'm hoping. Depends on the status after the job. Yeah. So there are a lot of people um, dancing in the ballroom. There are also a fair amount of Nubby types who are noshing in the corners, having conversations and picking at appetizers and stuff like that. What do you want to do? I'm going to work the perimeter of the room. Just, you know, walk around, look at all, look at all the doorways and see where things go. I am going to elegantly knuckle my way around and be cordial with the other guests as they most of them probably know me, and I'm just going to be polite and pretend that I know what, who they are. All right, and this is just one room, correct? Just one? Yes, one it's a, a fairly large room. Um, it's a sizable ballroom. There's, like, quite a number of people in here right now. Um, but it's just one single room in this big room. Okay. I want to first investigate just to make sure that uh, Mr. Silver isn't here. Yep. Uh, give me... Yeah, um, you're specifically looking for a giant gorilla, so give me an investigate check. Um, that's going to be a three. So you look around the room. Uh, you see uh, a number of folks who are dancing, um, but you don't know if any of them are Mr. Silver. <laughs> I mean, if the Nair... If the Nair plan worked to a T, he might be here. You just wouldn't recognize him, because he doesn't have any more fur. All right. We should be on our toes. There might be a hairless ape around here. I mean, technically speaking, aren't we all just sort of kind of hairless apes? Lucrian well, crumbles into we'll an existential by and holding a little tray of shrimp and say, speak for yourself. He's <laughs> walking by. Okay. Well, hold on. Come back with the shrimp. Yes, thank you. Lucky of you, the help usually doesn't get fed around here. Oh, thank you. I should be careful about that. Oh, by the way, what is your disguise, uh, Locrian? My disguise? Um, I have uh, I have a white suit, an all-white suit, and a fancy white top hat. Uh, so you look like Cab Calloway in the Blues Brothers? <laughs> exactly. All right. Um, no fancy facial hair or anything like that? No, you know what? Actually, I don't think Locrian has facial hair, so I don't think he would have had time to grow anything. Okay. So, Asla, as you are knuckling around the crowd, um, 
you hear a voice call out from behind you uh, saying, Mr. Silva, Mr. Silva. I turn around. Uh, and you yes. see um, coming through the crowd uh, the face of Executive Regional Manager Alistar, who you have previously seen down in the town square when Aaron Blackburn showed up. Uh, and he rushes over to you and extends a hand and warm greeting, saying, I, I do hope that your travels were quite, quite comfortable. Welcome to Alistar Manor. Why, thank you. Oh, uh, I'm sorry, do you, do you have a cold? Mm. <laughs> your voice is a little lower than I recall. Vocal surgery. Ah, <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> Excuse me, it's it's going around. We give uh, a deception check. It's the um, John, because you are talking gorilla right now. You have advantage. Seven. <laughs> uh, what do you say? Sorry. Mm. I have since come down. Sorry. Sorry. trying to walk away from regional executive manager Alistair? Well, I'm starting to panic in my head because I realized I should have reviewed what his voice sounded like. Once he said that, I realized it, it wasn't what it, I expected at all. It was like, Are you trying oh. to get away from Alistair right now, or are you just yeah. hanging out there? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to get away. Okay. Um excuse me, if you would please. I'm gonna go attend uh see the rest of my party. I see, says Alice Star. Uh oh sorry, um Jimmy, were you 
trying to mill about with other folks and find out what was going on? Uh, not so much with other folks. I'm just I'm working the perimeter. Like I'm I'm uh, I'm I'm Mr. Silver's security, and I'm just checking all egresses and behind curtains and okay. all of that. You can do so uh, as you walk around the perimeter of the room. Uh, you see that there are a, a few Blackburn normal guards, the, the guys in the red and black uniforms, uh, but there are also three orcs. Uh, there are two that look like the same type that were escorting Baron Blackbird's carriage when it arrived to town. Uh, with the like, they're not carrying weapons right now, but they're standing near doors with their arms crossed and like looking over the crowd. Uh, and there's also a female orc, uh, an orc woman, uh, with a long black ponytail, uh, who is also uh, keeping an eye on the crowd, although it seems that she's paying more attention to Baron Blackburn himself. You also um, hear a lot of the conversation around here seems to be focused on the horizon front. There's a lot of like hobnobby folks from uh, Green Valley who are just enthralled by like their exploits and like their uh, action and there seems to be like a nervous titter going around that the horizon front might try and do something and oh what a walloping we'll show them all right all right so i'm i'm taking all of that in i got i see the three orcs uh two two dudes at a ponytail and i'm seeing uh, i'm hearing that the um the, the muckety mucks think they got it good and will take out the horizon front. Okay. All right. Filed that away in the brain for later. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go and start looking around where um where where the 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 lady orc is. Okay, so you make your way over there. Um, you see at the corner of your eye, uh, Asla extricates herself from uh, that rich dude, Alistar, who you saw down in the courtyard. And <laughs> she gives a little surreptitious wave in your direction as you approach the lady work. What do you want to do? I, I, give, a, I gl give a little flirty wave back. To Asla? <laughs> yes. Okay. Because... Why not? It's like, yes, I'm paying attention. I'm doing what I'm supposed to. Uh, you are standing next to the lady orc. Wait, um, I'm not over there yet, though. I'm not over okay. there yet. I want to make a swing by the buffet. Sure. And I want to grab a banana. Okay. Um, you need an investigate check. Mm -hmm. I got a eight. You don't see any raw bananas. Um, there does appear to be a trifle. There might be some banana in it. Okay. Um, I take a scoop. How much would you say you take? Like a good, like, scoop. Like so, so not a trifling? No. Okay. Not a trifling amount of trifle. I dare say. Yeah. <laughs> And and I and I grab a fork and I eat and I sort of, you know, feel around in there for possible bananas. You're feeling around in the trifle for banana pieces. Yeah, but with like a spoon. All right. I'm not uh, even. 
Yeah, yeah. You uh, you poke around and you pull out something. Turns out it's a kiwi. Uh, reaching back in again, you pull out a little slice of banana. Great. Okay. I, I set that aside. I finish the trifle. And I take that little piece of banana and I just sort of mash it, you know, mash it up. And I rub it behind my ears and on my wrists and, and, and you know, I sort of, you know, but I do it discreetly. Of course. Oh, no, you, you, you're being coy. Yeah. Yes. And so, and just, you know, try to cover up the gnome scent a little bit. Because I remember that they picked me out as a gnome earlier. And I don't want them to go, hmm, same gnome, you know. So I, I, I add the banana to it. Okay. Because I've been hanging around with the big gorilla. Okay. And now I walk over to the ponytail orc. Okay, you walk over to the ponytailed orc woman. Uh, she is still kind of fixated on the woman and who's dancing with Baron Blackburn and Baron Blackburn himself. Uh, and then kind of notices you at like knee level and looks down. Or like thigh level, I guess. Yeah, yeah, upper knee. Yeah, um, she's wearing like a, it looks like a, a dark gray sort of uniform like there's loose pants and like a, a jerkin so her arms are bare fashionable but very effective right boy these security gigs are the worst aren't they uh she looks down at you and uh there's like a brief glimpse of like recognition or, or something in her eyes and then she says yeah yeah they are oh I'm here stuck looking after a big gorilla. And 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 I don't know anything about gorillas. <sighs> that's that's tough, buddy. I know, right? Who are you looking after? This is nuts. Uh I'm I'm here with the, the Imperial Regiment. No shit. How do you land that gig? Uh, years of hard work. I've been doing this security for 200 years. I keep getting stuck with lower primates. Uh, the orc woman uh, kind of brushes you off. She, like, intentionally is not looking in your direction and is not responding to you now. I look at I look at where she's standing. I'm seeing if there's, like, trap doors or anything that she's also keeping an eye on. Uh... Give me a slide of hand check. Do that without drawing too much attention. Yeah, it's just called looking around. But there's like just looking, and then there's like investigating to see if there's anything that she's in front of. Uh, I got it. I got a ten. Uh, yeah, you uh, you don't see anything behind her. Um, you didn't get that like that good a look. Uh you were trying to be, you know, inconspicuous about it, um, but it doesn't seem like there's any sort of doorway or anything here. She's just standing up against a pillar. Okay. I'm trying to think of what to do. I could start a fire. <laughs> when in doubt. Uh, Locrian. Yes. What were you doing? So, I was searching to see if I could uh, see Mr. if Mr. Silver was there. Um, now I believe um, I'm kind of near the 
the wall, kind of a wallflower sort of thing. But I'm still like dancing, but I'm very focused face dancing. And I'm looking to see if I can spot any of the elves. Sure. Uh, give me an investigate check. Well, uh, it's a nat one. You see a few pointy ears. You don't recognize any of them. Okay. All right. You do, however, see Lonnie over by the band. Um, he is playing his fiddle and kind of giving you, like, eyes from across the room. Oh. Okay. I kind of... <laughs> when his bow hits, like, the, the long part. I kind of, like, coquettishly wave. He, he just stops moving real quick and then it just jerks his head over, like... Oh, oh, I, okay. We'll resolve that later. Um, so I want to look where he was gesturing. Was it towards um, somebody? Or? No, you look over, and then you see him literally, like, take his bow in the air and wave it, and then point at himself, and then keep playing without missing a beat. <laughs> All right. Um, okay, Locrian, I think, finally gets it, and he he does the, the lasso thing, right? I toss a lasso at him, and I dance towards him. Gotcha. Give me a performance check. Oh, fuck yes. (laughs) Dirty 20. Dirty 20. Good. Okay. As you are dancing over, um, this waltzing couple uh, just passes you by, and this haughty-looking high elf uh, kind of looks with approval at your dance and then gives you, like, a curt nod and dances onward. Uh, You recognize that that was the third high elf. Not the one that, not one of the two that beat you up, not the lady or that younger elf dude. Uh, this was the third one who kind of disappeared before they got thrown out of the bar. Okay. Did it seem in that moment like she may have recognized me? He did not. Oh, he, sorry. Cool. All right. I continue my, my lasso dance. Gotcha. Um, you dance on over to where the musicians are, uh, and Lonnie uh, kind of moves out of their little quintet uh, and looks over to you and says, A lot of heat packed up near the basement tonight. <laughs> I I kind of like glance towards my ass and I'm like, thank you, Lonnie. No, the literal basement, baby. Oh, oh. I know. I see. I, I thought. <clears throat> All right. Uh, great job. <laughs> I kind of like sad dance away. Um. Can you give me a uh... <laughs> for sad dancing? No. There's a. <laughs> what is it? Persuasion. Just give me a persuasion roll. <laughs> Uh, as you are sadly backing away, Lonnie kind of gives a conciliatory, we'll talk later. <laughs> oh, all right. I, I, I look forward to talking that you're busy. I, this is, I, I shouldn't be. I don't, what, what's, we, we have things to do. I know this is crazy. We, um, but later we'll talk. That's, that's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Asla. <laughs> Um, the, Ooh, okay. 
Baron Blackburn and this woman you kind of recognize uh, seem to have pulled the focus of uh, Mr. Alistar. Okay. So you're able to extricate yourself. Good. I jostle over, not jostle, I don't know why I said that. I knuckle, you know, smooth, big old gorilla strides uh, over to Locrian. Uh, he will clear out of your way. Or a gorilla. I'm nodding and smiling as I go by. You approach Logran, who is awkwardly talking at Lonnie. Yes. <laughs> right, and uh, like, I'm thinking maybe if, oh, hi, Asla. Hi, yes. Um, I kind of just wanted to make sure your head was still in the game. Also, um, got to report something. Oh, um, um for a moment. Is everything all right? Yeah, I'm just trying to remember what I'm sorry. I'm just trying to remember what I have to tell you. That woman was kind of Okay. Thank you. I was over there, okay? And first of all, totally messed up the voice. I didn't even think to talk to what, what he said he sounded like a or whatever. And I and I didn't it didn't even occur to me. Anywho, so I I I have a cold, is the story. And um Blackburn's over there dancing with some chick who's in like the silver dress, and I feel like we've seen her before. And All I right. really, I was hoping maybe you and or Jimmy might recognize. Maybe <clears throat> maybe Jimmy might recognize her. All right, um, I, I'm sure I could take a look. Also, sure. be aware at least one, if not all, of our elf friends are potentially here as well. All right, so I guess I want to go try to spot who she was talking about. Go check it out. Yeah, um, you can pretty easily spot Aaron Blackburn dancing in the center of the room. People seem to be giving him a, a little bit of a birth since, you know, he owns the company. Uh, and you see the woman that he's dancing with. Uh, give me an investigate check. Uh... Eleven. Yeah, it he looks really familiar, but you can't quite close it. Like it, it's like uh, the eyes are familiar, but the hair is different, or or something, or like you don't know. But like she's super familiar. Hmm. Human woman, like forties, athletic built. Um, Mr. Silver, I don't, I don't know who this person could be. It's um, not I'm sorry, it's not who? It's not your mom. My... Yep, does she look like your mother? Um, uh, does she... Oh, does she look like my mother? Is that... <laughs> um... Your mother, your mother's hot. This I don't know, um... I feel like we've, I've seen her somewhere, and... Do I know... I, you know, I've never even seen your mom, so that... It's not your mom. Um, God, who is it? If it's my mom, we need to get out. Oh, I don't know. I don't think it is Loki. Oh, okay. <laughs> if that woman is my mother who <laughs> raised me, then we yeah. should leave. Although I'm not <laughs> sure if it is my mother. <laughs> I... Let's let's see if we can find uh, our other uh, companion and see if he's able to place who this person is. Jimmy, are you still hanging out by that work woman? 
off, I've uh, I've wandered on, just keeping looking around and and scoping things out, trying to find, you know, because I mean, I naturally was assuming that we were going to be looking in the basement for whatever, and trying to find the entrance over there, but being covert about it because I'm not that dumb. Okay. Uh, as you walk uh, around the room, uh, trying to like peer out through doors into the hallway or see like, is this a basement? No, it's a broom closet. Okay. Uh, surreptitiously, of course. Um, you uh, walk in at like waist height to a gaggle of hoity-toity folks who seem to be centered around this one dude telling a story. Uh, coming in midway through, uh, you hear him say, and then he pulled out the ghost blade and smote three Imperial investigators. This Zange Zorgian's quite a foe to behold, I dare say. Excuse me, did you say ghost blade? Yes, yes, the ghost blade of Zange Zorgian. That sounds like quite the blade. <laughs> it should. To hear him tell it, it's it's filled with the souls of his betrayed ancestors, killed at the hands of Imperial agents. You just you just said um 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 what did you say? You said you said the um the, the souls of the betrayed betrayers. Oh no, yeah. You obviously haven't heard the legend of Van Gezorgian, and he looks around the circle, and everyone laughs and titters. Look, I've been spending all of my time with a giant ape. Oh, you work for Mr. Silver? I do, but I don't get any good stories unless there's vines involved. Oh, oh. Well, uh, apparently, Van Gezorgian, when he was a youth, uh, he saw his entire family slaughtered in one of the expansionist phases of the Empire of the Silver Dragon. Swearing vengeance, he set out upon the road, hoping to one day overthrow the Empire and avenge his family. Uh, apparently, he was gifted this sword from some wizard or sage or wise man, and upon its receipt, his meteoric rise began, uh, swaying entire towns to his cause, uh, bringing the masses over in an attempt to overthrow the rightful ruling class. <laughs> And the circle titters again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, yes. <laughs> that is quite chuckalicious. I dare say, I'd like to have uh, that in my collection. A spectral blade, I dare say. Uh, I've never seen anything like that. Or heard of it until just now. But thank you for the story. Um, You see, uh, Asla and... Uh, Locrian are heading in your general direction through the crowd. Oh, 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 good sir. Would you mind telling this story once again to my good friend, Mr. Silver, who is coming up and loves a good story, although had vines, they, he, he may enjoy it more. Uh, the, the gentleman waves over your head. Oh, Mr. Silver, Mr. Silver, your, your boy here was just telling us you hadn't heard the, the legend of Van Gezorgian. Oh, why, yes, you'll have to excuse my head cold, but I want to hear the story so badly. Uh, would, I dare say, would you like to, me to fetch my house cleric? Why? Uh, to, oh. to cure your illness? Oh, 
No, don't worry. Don't bother your cleric. Mr. Silver, polite as always. Just tell me the story. And it'll be like medicine. Uh, He recounts the same story, although this time he mentions spectral vines that come out of the sky. Well, I, I, I do say that that is a very interesting tale. And thank you for sharing it with me. Um, would you, um, I've now turned it to Hugh Grant. Um, uh, <laughs> yes, boy. Do, do you know, um, not you, Mr. Silver, I'm talking to the, uh, Muckahimuck here. Um, yes. Yes, yes. Uh, Ritual of Beauregard the 18th. Yes. The 18th. I'm talking to Mr. 18 here. Know where the bathroom is? Um, I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping to um, 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 get some toilet tissues to uh, help with Mr. Silver's uh, uh, runny nose. Oh, uh, in the hall, third door on the left. This hall over here. Yeah, he points to the main entry hall that you guys came in. All right, all right, thank you. Uh, Mr. Silver, I'll be right back with your tissues for your nose. Thank you, boy. And I, and I, and I take off in that direction. Okay. I'm looking for the basement. It's usually next to the bathroom. Next to? Pipe. What's he? Uh, I have a Reginald Beauregard. 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 Reginald the Excuse me, Beauregard. I, have a, I do have an interest in architecture. Oh, yeah, so what else can we do with our time? I was wondering if, um, what kind of foundation is this house on? Does it have a lower floor, like a basement? Oh, well, I imagine so. If you'll note the uh, the supporting balustrades yeah. over there in the corner, that they right. speak to a larger subterranean network underneath the building. Uh, you need to have those supports built in there if it's not built on a solid bedstone granite rock. If it's been hollowed out with, I don't know, an underground dungeon complex, uh, you know how these stuff. Frontier oh, can be. Certainly, certainly. Uh, then obviously you'll need a greater support structure uh, to keep the rest of the building up and intact. I see. Yes, very fascinating. And where would one maybe? Where would one connect to the basement if they had to check on things? Uh, give me a deception check to make this seem like a normal germane question, <laughs> not actively saying where this shiny Well, you see, I, I have, I, I wonder, because, what am I, perception, what am I doing? Deception. Sorry. Deception, sorry. Okay. Uh, what was the question again? <laughs> Where would the basement be? Because you see, I I wanted to know because I am thinking of building a building a structure just like this is my home, and I wanted to have a basement. But where would you keep it? Oh, I I probably have my entryway to the basement next to the bathroom. 
Although, if it was uh, a sort of a secure location, uh, one where I would uh, keep uh, great items of great import, there'd probably be a separate guarded entrance, like off the courtyard or something, probably with a separate guard block there in order to maintain secrecy. He rolled a two on his uh, uh, contesting perception, but deception. So he's dumb. <laughs> He does, but he knows a lot. That, that makes so much sense, my friend. Thank you. Well, you're very welcome, Mr. Silver. I, I do hope that with initial connection, we can discuss further on alignment of our business interests. Oh, for sure. My arms manufacturer, your textiles. Oh, there is much business to be done together. Certainly, certainly. Ooh, canapes! I want to go run over to the, my boy. Can we do that? Am I with them? Well, Jimmy went in the hallway. Loki was going to the bathroom. Just hanging out. Okay, Loki. Loki. Hello. Yes. All right. So I'm pretty sure that there is an outdoor entrance to the ba to the basement. Oh. Uh, over by the uh, out outside. Uh, uh, the courtyard? By the courtyard. And, um, but there might also be one near the basement. By, by the ba -ba 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 bathroom. By so the bathroom. we'll see, we'll see what Jimmy thinks. Maybe we could go down through the bathroom, out through the outdoor exit. Oh, perhaps. That might work. Could be good. Um, all right. Um, I... I want to see if there are any like wait staff that are kind of by themselves but still working. Uh, yeah, give me a investigate check. Sounds so well for me. That's an eight. Uh, you see a kobold <laughs> who, uh, with an empty tray, is heading out to the hallway. Um, excuse me, excuse me, uh, sir. Yes. Um, hi. Uh, I, I represent the estate of Mr. Silver. Um, I'm afraid nothing being served here really fits his dietary needs. Uh, if you would have a, a, a larder of some kind that I could, that you could show me to, uh, some sort of basement where I'm sure you keep your, your wines and ales and things of that sort. Uh, give me a persuasion. Um, that's an eight. Uh, the kobold looks you over uh, and says, we don't do substitutions on the menu, and keeps on walking. I, I want to grab his, grab his arm. Okay. I don't think you fully comprehend who it is that I represent. This is... Mr. Silver, and I want to gesture towards there. There, the, the textile magnate. I don't think this is a person that you want to displease. Well, if you want to speak to the manager, I can bring him on over. Yes, I would like to speak with your manager. Uh, the kobold snaps his fingers, uh, and a blue kobold uh, emerges uh, from the crowd. 
Uh, he has a thin uh, mustache underneath uh, his snout. And he says, Yes, yes, what seems to be the problem here? I'm sorry, you're the manager? He snaps his fingers and you appear? I I'm sorry, are you casting dispersions on our method of communication? This is Astra, uh, the manor. <laughs> I, I represent the estate of Mr. Silver. I am merely trying to make sure that this evening goes wonderfully for both of our sakes. So, if, as I was telling your associate, if you could just show me to your basement, to your larder, uh, so I could find what I assume is the best, the vintage wines. Give me a persuasion check. Okay. Thirteen. The kobold kobold uh, looks you up and down. Oh, no. And looks over to Asla, disguised as Mr. Silver. And then looks back at you and says, Oh, I'm sorry, would Mr. Silver prefer a banana dish? How dare you? I... How dare you assume that this great ape would ever... Well, I... I'm sorry. I, I need to speak to... I need to speak to someone above you. Who would I speak to? Uh, the kobold uh, kind of uh, puts on a mollifying uh, air and says, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's just, you know, uh, it, one can never be too careful these days. Uh, my answer to Executive Regional Manager Alistair, but I'm sure that we can find something more suitable to uh, Mr. Silver's palate. I would hope so. Now, if you would show me, perhaps we don't have to speak to Mr. Alistair. Certainly, certainly, sir, right this way. Uh, and the kobold, kobold, uh, leads you into the hallway. Uh, Jimmy, uh, did you, what was your plan when you were in the hallway? Just to be looking through each individual door? Uh, just, yeah, try them and, you know, you know, well, first of all, actually find the bathroom, because, you know, Jimmy's got to hang a leak. Um, but, uh, you know, find the bathroom, and then and then also, you know, try to find a way into lower levels. Okay. Uh, as you enter the the main hallway, uh, there's the, the big staircase, uh, and as uh, the instructions were, bathroom was third door on the left. On the left, uh, there are three other doors uh, with the ballroom uh, to your back on the right hand. Okay, I'm going to try the door all the way on the right. Okay, uh, the furthest on the right of the left-hand side of the hallway, let's say that's door number three, yeah. um, that's one of the doors that is next to the bathroom. Uh, so let's say it's door number four, because yeah. door number four is the bathroom. Uh, you open the door uh, to a bustling kitchen. Uh, there are a lot of humans uh, moving and running around, uh, and there is a kobold with a big chef's hat who appears to be barking instructions. I scream out, we chef, and then shut the door. <laughs> there are two more doors. I, I tried door number three. Uh, that's the bathroom. 
I use it. It's good that we announce when that happens. Otherwise, the listeners would never know. Yeah, right. Entire uh, situation built on not going to the bathroom ever. <laughs> they should. Um, so as you finish your business, um, you exit and you see uh, a cobalt cobalt entering the hallway with Locrian following behind. <laughs> Where the fuck is he going? And and so I I just I sort of casually stand in the in the doorway of the bathroom and I che- check my fake hair, make sure everything looks good, but I'm really keeping an eye on Loco. Uh, the cobalt leads Locrian to door number two, um, next to the bathroom and underneath the staircase, uh, and he opens it and descends down some steps. Hot ticket. I follow. Okay. Uh, give me a stealth check. Nat 20. Whoa! Uh, Locrian, are you following the Cobalt Cobalt? Uh, yes, I believe that. Okay. Um, you proceed down the steps following him. Uh, Jimmy, you're able to sneakily get in as well without drawing the attention of said kobold. So, the kobold leads you, Locrian and Jimmy, uh, down a flight of steps uh, into what appears to be an impressive larder. Uh, There's a fine wine cellar down here as well. Uh, But that appears to be it. Um, There's like food and wine. The section appears to be filled via some magical means to keep First of all, um, I'm, I would like to try all of these cheeses to make sure that they're okay. They're perfect. They're perfectly fine. Um, second, is this it? This is you call this a wine cellar? I'm sorry. Are you casting dispersions on our fine selection of both elven and dwarven wines? I should say it's hard to find a dwarven vintage. Do you have Thunder Punch? Thunder? Dear God, Mr. Silver's a potty animal, isn't he? <laughs> All right. Uh, can I, like, invest, like, subtly investigate to see if there's... Yeah. yeah. Um, you can just roll a normal investigation check and be looking around. Um, I, I would say it's enough to be examining the food stuff. No, it wouldn't be. That's a six. You don't see anything out of the ordinary like there's no presence of guards down here uh, there's no like secret door from your just initial examination it just seems to be like a food cellar so there's no bust of william shakespeare that i can lift the head and... there are uh there are no busts uh there's a painting of executive regional manager alistar um eating a big <laughs> turkey leg and giving a thumbs up and underneath um it says <laughs> Um, Parsons Poultry, best in the business. <laughs> Looks like it was an old advertisement or something. Oh my all right. god. Um, <laughs> all right, I'm going to say thank you for, um, for this. I, I apologize that we had to have this little disagreement. If you would give me a moment to peruse in peace, thank you. Certainly. And he stands in the middle of the room with his arms crossed, just Tapping his tail on the ground. All right. 
Um, I'm going to start just, Locrian really, really wouldn't know that much about wine. So um, he's just, I'm just going to grab one at random and go, ah, a good year. And <laughs> um, yeah, I guess I'll start. Yeah, I'll start heading back. Did I see Jimmy? Uh, I, Jimmy, were you trying to be seen by Locrian? Um, at that last moment, I'm sort of behind, behind the uh, the angry cobalt tapping his tail, but I'm in the shadows behind him, up against the wall, and I just sort of lean forward into the light, just like, sort of like Batman does sometimes. Okay, so you know Jimmy's there, yeah. Okay. All right. So now the two of us should go back up. Yes. Uh, and the cobalt gestures towards the door. All right, and I, I leave with the wine. Okay, uh, the cobalt follows you. Great. I'm hoping that this will give you time to do something down here. Yeah, yeah. First of all, I eat all the cheese. <laughs> Make a constitution check. <laughs> all right. The bathroom's right there, yeah. so. Well, no, it'll block me up. It'll, yeah, I'll be, I'll be solid for a while. Help. Well, you get halfway through a big cheese wheel before you're like, okay, that that's that's enough cheese. Yeah. <laughs> all right, and now I'm I I go I'm 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 wandering around all the casks and everything, and I'm looking behind them, and and whatnot, knocking on them to see if I can find any empty ones, stuff like that. Yeah, give me an investigate check. Eighteen. You case the joint thoroughly, um, looking for any sort of uh, secret passage or, like, avenue, like, through an empty wine cask or anything like that. Um, but despite your long history of casing joints, there appears to be no joints to case. Well, how the yeah. hell do they, do they just carry these down the stairs? It is a pretty wide stairway. I, I, no dumb waiter or nothing. Maybe they roll them. I don't, I'm not even there. Sorry, don't look. No, I'm... Uh, Give me a history check. 18. Uh, you know, they don't do it like this in the Empire, but in places where magic's a little bit more lenient, um, there tends to be, like, a house wizard who will just, like, miniaturize things, so you can just, like, carry them, like, 18, like, oh. carts in your hands, and then just, like, put them down and expand them again. All right. Ah, like, oh, son of a bitch! It's one of the magic places. God damn it! The Imperial Garrison, you know, there'd be like eight different ways in for like different like sizes of boxes, individualized. Yeah. But not here. No, I don't believe in magic. I mean, I know it's real. It's just not for me. Except for you, Purple Sword. You're sweet. Uh, where is your sword right now? Um, it's, it's deep. It's, <laughs> I, 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 it, it's, it's on my back as a security guard. Okay. Yep. Yep. Okay. But it's sheathed. I'm not, I'm not taking it out. I'm not, I'm not ready for that yet. Gotcha. Okay. So I, I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna go and, um, pull open a bottle, take a swig or two and, 
you know, just carry it out and go upstairs and try the other doors. Okay. Yeah. Um, you make your way back upstairs. Uh, can you just roll a luck check real quick? 17. Okay. Um, you carefully open the door. There doesn't appear to be anyone in the hallway. Um, so you're able to slide on out just as you shut the door to the basement. Um, a line of waiters um, emerges from the kitchen and is heading towards the ballroom. Seems like dinner is being served. Oh! It, 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 it's supper time. Uh, so, inside the ballroom, uh, Mr. Silver, Nasla, mm -hmm. uh, you see a line of waiters entering in, uh, carrying what appears to be like a piece incredibly trussed up, like, chickens. Mm, uh, uh, and, like, all these other fancy, fancy courses that are coming through. Jelly fruits and mm. other elaborate quiches. <laughs> mm, egg pie! Uh, and the ballroom clears, uh, and uh, the band starts playing a, a more uh, relaxing tune, less dancing, more uh, digesting. Music. Okay. Is there anything you want to do? Anyone you want to talk to? Uh, you do see um, there are tables that are wheeled in, uh, and up at the front, uh, Baron Blackburn is taking a seat uh, at the head table. Mm -hmm. uh, to his right is Executive Regional Minister Alistar. Mm -hmm. uh, to his left is that woman in the silver dress. Uh, and to her left, there's an empty seat, and on the far left, that elf dude is taking a seat. Which elf dude? Oh, I'm sorry, um, the elf dude is on the other side of Executive Regional Manager Alistar, and this oh. is an empty seat next to the lady in silver. Okay. Um, but you see some of the waitstaff are kind of looking at you expectantly. Hmm. Yes. Oh. Mm -hmm. I slowly make my way to the to the empty chair. Yep. I just watch everyone's. Uh, it is views. specifically designed. It's a much bigger. <laughs> so I'm watching everyone's um, sort of reactions to so just read on their faces, like, ah, yes, this is what he's supposed to do. Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> there he goes. So I just I'm like, all right, <laughs> and I knuckle my way up there. Okay. Um, I'd say it's been like half an hour, forty-five minutes since you entered Wild Shape. And how long is it? An hour? Yep. We won't be at this panel for more than half an hour, will we? Maybe not. What should I do? Should I change out and then change back real quick? Well, right now you're seated. Oh, okay. Well, here we go. So I don't really have many options right now, so. Uh, no, just something to keep in mind. Uh, so, uh, the dignitaries, the visiting heads of state, are served first. Um, you are presented with a fine spinach, uh, mm. arugula salad. There's a little bit of goat cheese on top of the raspberry vinaigrette. Uh, and the woman uh, who is seated next to you looks over to you and says, 
So, Mr. Silver, um, what brings you to this neck of the woods? Well, if you excuse me, I have a little bit of head cold, so it's not that easy to talk. But the long, the short answer is business. Uh, he pauses for a sec at that explanation. Uh, give me a investigate check with advantage because you're sitting right next to her. I don't like the look that you made when you saw what you rolled. Yeah, like cursed dice tonight. For you and me, yeah. TJ's crushing it. Yeah, all the luck went to TJ's dice. Well, you remember last week? Three, three, <laughs> three, three. Yeah, your number tonight is 18, so. Right. Um, I got a seven. Uh, sitting right next to her, uh, you, you can't shake the feeling that you've met this lady before. Like, her voice is familiar, but, mm -hmm. like, surprise you might, like, you can't think of any, like, attractive 40-year-old athletically built women. That you would have met previously. Did you say silver hair? Uh, no, silver dress. Oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> Were you thinking Mrs. Silver? No. Oh. Are you, are you Mrs. Silver? <laughs> are we a thing? Are, are you kidding me? Maybe. I'm working. <laughs> uh, so, Baron Blackburn, um, appears to be giving this lady his attention. Uh, and they are quickly going into a conversation. Uh, the Baron says, now have, have you given any additional thought to my proposal? I really feel like this would signify a better union between the Blackburn Corporation and the Empire. Uh, and the woman turns back and says, well, as you know, the Imperial heraldry is reserved for Imperial endeavors. I, I'm not certain that to make an exception in this case. Well, think about it. I, I really feel like the Blackburn Corporation and the Empire can continue to work together in a mutually beneficial and profitable manner. And the mere adoption of the dragon on our symbology would reflect that. And they continue to have that very polite but political conversation. Uh, the elf uh, dude on the far side uh, is looking very bored as uh, executive regional manager Alistar is just droning on about production deals. Is there anything else you want to do while you're seated at the high table? I don't want to, you know, I'm well accepted right now. I'm not making a scene. People think I'm Mr. Silver. I don't know what's going on fully. So I'm just going to go with it and act like I do know what's going on. Very good. And not talk very much. Playing quiet. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, cycling back to Gimme. Uh, there's only one more door that's left uh, at the beginning of the hallway on the left side. Uh, door number one. Uh, as you open it, appears to be like a luxurious study of some sort. Uh, there's like a smoking room. There's like a fine green upholstered couch and some sort of like 
table that appears to be set up for like board meetings or something like that. <laughs> okay, I run over to the table and see if there's like papers on it. Uh, there are. All right, I take all the papers and look at them. Okay. Uh, the front one is something about uh, production yields of weaponry coming out of like uh, the factories in Green Valley, uh, next to like a, a spreadsheet about like mine uh, production quotas and something like that. Uh, there's another paper about uh, something like expansion of said mine. But the third one, uh, something catches your eye. Uh, there's a little notation that's scrawled in the corner uh, saying found it, encircling like a, a section of map uh, that shows like a junction in the mine shaft connecting to like a natural cavern. Uh, and there is an itemized list of like what seems to be treasure. Okay. Can I grab another piece of paper and copy it? Uh, yeah, you can try. <laughs> How's Jimmy's penmanship? Not good. Yeah, that's just give me like a int to copy over stuff, just a regular int roll. Thirteen. All right, um, you get like a little more than half written down um, before you hear noises coming from uh, the hallway. That seem to be getting closer to the front door. I dive and hide under the couch. Okay, you do so. Yeah. Uh, you hear the door open, and what seems to be someone like poking their head in, and then the door shuts again. All right. Can I get back out and finish? Uh, yeah. Give me a perception check. Okay, so I'm gonna get back out and look around before I get out. <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ. Perception. Perception to 21. Okay, so you note uh, the, the ground is carpeted, so it eats up a lot of sound. Um, but your instincts tell you to do a double check, and as you're scanning the room from underneath the couch, you see a, a pair of thick, sturdy boots that are standing just inside the doorway. And you hear <laughs> a sniff in the air and another Ooh. sniff. But the boots don't move. <laughs> I, I, I click my rocky talkie. Mm -hmm. I just click it. Okay. You hear uh, a double click come back. I wish we had gone over a code. <laughs> uh, Perhaps you, we did. Maybe we yeah. did. Flashback. Uh, so, we're back in the barn at the beginning of the adventure. Yeah. Um, Three of you are seated around with the members of Horizon Front who you know are going to be at or near uh, the manor that evening. There's Lonnie. There's Celestine the Sorceress. Chad the Ogre. Yep. So what were you discussing at that time? So, guys, we're, we're, we need, like, we need 
a way to set up so that if we get trapped somewhere and we're hiding and we're stuck, that we need to figure out a way to let each other know that, oh, fuck, I'm trapped. Celestine uh, says, we've got Rocky Talkies, right? Yep. So let's do a click thing? Yeah, click, click, click. It was like one for like check, two for what's up, three for I need help. Yeah. But we got to be quiet. We got to make sure that the volume's turned down pretty low. Oh, yeah, match. Yeah. Yeah. So now say that I am trapped in a room. I will give three clicks, a pause, and then two clicks okay all right this is agreeable so maybe at some point if that were to happen because i know me and i like to do stupid things (laughs) all right you know i I, we could do that and and loco you keep an eye on me you know all right i'm gonna keep an eye on you I'm going to know where you're going in places. You keep an eye on me so you know where I am. Okay? All right. So we're always, it's always, you know, it's like rock climbing. Three points of contact. All right. Okay? So Mm -hmm. you get two eyes and one eye. I have two eyes. That's two. And then your one eye is the third point of contact. Okay. What if we come across a large amount of cheese? I will eat the cheese. All right. As it is my way. All right. And, yeah, we'll just go from there. All right. All right. Sounds sounds reasonable. Okay. Smash cut back to you underneath the couch. Um, You hear uh, the sound of what sounds like a bunch of people running in the hallway, uh, and then the door flies open, and you hear the voice of Celestine say, Hey, guard, a, a bunch of people just ran in. Uh, and you see those two boots uh, quickly leave the room and uh, start running down the hallway as well. Really glad we thought of that clicky thing. <laughs> and I roll out from under the sofa, and I go and I grab the um, the the paper that I was I was copying on. Uh, Celestine. Uh, Rushes over to you and grabs you by the lapel and says, uh, we got to go now. That's going to hold him for like a few seconds, but I think he's going to be back. I know. I'm just taking the paper. They found something, and I wrote it down. Hey, let's go. All right, uh, let's go. Celestine, dressed as like a serving, one of the waiters, wait staff, uh, leads you out and brings you back into the bar, uh, the main ballroom. Nice bow tie, uh, by the way. Thanks. Uh, and... Uh, Jimmy, you see the tables that are set up for people to eat. Uh, can you give me just an investigate check? Nat 20. As you look across the room, you see uh, Asla disguised as Mr. Silver is sitting next to Frank. That's who I thought it was. That's who I thought it was. Shit. Oh, shit. And that's where we'll end. Ah! Oh, damn it. Next time on Dungeons and Flagons. Uh, my sweet boy just wants to dance. That's all he wants. I would like you to look at what I just threw at you. 
It was supposed to be secure. They're not supposed to be out and about. Asa, what do we do to liars? We eat them. Huh. Well, it looks like the Knights of Bart weren't the only Imperial agents working the party. But why is Frank here? Hey, gang. Thank you so much for listening to that episode of Dungeons and Flagons. If you liked it, please be sure to rate and review and to tell all your friends. If you'd like to reach out, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter under Knights of Bart. All original art by Jessica Libby and original music by Jonathan Raines. Thanks again, gang. Stay safe, and we'll see you next time.